Dirt dessert, yummy. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Two Nerds One Quest. I'm your host and DM JC. A little distracted by my phone here, which is that's just make sure that's muted before we start. Uh, I am here with your uh, three nerds because you know math is hard. And the man on the ones and twos pointing at me, uh, making sure I'm aware. <laughs> Tom, I have no room playing Aaron on this morning. How you doing, buddy? Think it's a finger guns kind of morning. Finger guns. Oh, <laughs> uh, and then of course we have one Ryan Crixus Kukta looking dapper in the Packer gear. Oops, that family night was. Little... Yeah, family nights, which means somehow we got all the way back around to football season. Good lord, the summer flew by. I wasn't yeah, able okay, to. Right? I wasn't able to watch who won last night. <laughs> Ah, that last voice you hear, of course, is the legend, the lore master, the lazy dragon, Jeff Doc Williams. Good morning to everyone. If you were in pre-show, you realize Jeff has not slept much last night. <laughs> yeah, it rained a lot. and That wasn't conducive to my current state of housing. That should make I'm it kind of... that should that should make it good for the show, though. If you're anything like me, if you don't sleep, you get a little slappy and you get a little get a little weird. Oh yeah, and I plan to be a little slappy ahead of time, so this is really going to be interesting. Yeah, Jeff's just slappy by nature. <laughs> Fair enough. That's a, is that like a rap group from the '90s, Slappy by Nature. <laughs> Down with OPP. Yeah, you know me. Who me? <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, do you got a recap from us? Possibly. I, I do. I do. So uh, we started out the episode um, after after the a, a large combat. Doc needed a rest, so Aranon and Crixus decided to check out the big bedroom to the north. Um, Aranon was not very lucky in some of his roles and choices, finding a statue to deal some significant psychic damage to him, putting it and lightly. then. <laughs> and then opening a trunk, which upon removing the very valuable contents was also trigger triggering some poisonous gas clouds. Uh, so uh, then Aranon needed to also join Doc in the short rest. And then we uh, set on down to check out the other rooms on this floor. Um, the first room, of course, had a chest in it that turned out to be a mimic which was entertaining since Aranon, again, was there first. Uh, the other room was relatively uh, uneventful. And on the way back towards the elevator, we stopped in the dining room and found the ancient-looking Grandalfa Musgart and her yummy spread of food. So, uh, quick limerick here. For gold, Aranon is quite ambitious, but the traps in this place are quite vicious. 
after 22 Psychic and 18 Poison Gas. Next, a Mimic, so then Aranon must pass on a meal he won't find delicious. Nice. <laughs> All of that is super accurate. <clears throat> so um, at this point, you guys, uh, Crixus and Doc have both sat down at the table. The, uh, the Illithid heads placed before them. Uh, Doc, did we really get into your reaction to this when this Illithid head with the top uh, taken off of it is placed in front of you? Yeah, we. Uh, I think Crixus and Doc both had uh, some constitution saving throws that went uh, moderate. Um, yeah, but and then, I'm talking about your um, your your like headspace <laughs> overseeing an elephant head sliced open in front of you. Uh, better sliced open than uh, than some kind of a, uh, a trophy on the wall that may or may not still have some life animation to it. So, but yeah, Fair Doc enough. is will be happy to be away from it, but he's understanding this is kind of a important meeting i guess uh aaron have you sat down yet you were refusing to sit at first so you're still standing yeah i ain't sitting okay f that noise um so grandolph is sitting there and she is um she's sitting there and she pulls out she pulls a little chunk of meat out of her soup and up to this little Dragon dragon kind of looks at it and grabs it and tosses it. <laughs> and she goes, oh, okay. You don't like meat, then. That's fair. Uh, and you guys realize this is a little, like, mechanical dragon. <laughs> it's mechanical, magical type thing. It's not going to eat meat, necessarily. But it does sit there and just kind of water all around the table, playing with a spoon once in a while, and um, kind of looks at you guys inquisitively. So, are you friends of Zardok? No. We actually came here because we heard he was a threat <laughs> to Ten Towns, <laughs> and we were sent... You we, froze. Oops, we were froze sent there. to. We yeah. were sent to uh, see if we could take care of the problem. Well, the problem is his. Well, he is a threat. Uh, he's not entirely mentally stable. He's a bit mad. He wants to take over Ten Towns. And he wants me by his side while doing it. And how do you feel about this? I'm less than enthused, you could say. Do you know where he is right uh, now? Uh, I assume he's in the forge on the lowest level. I could be wrong, though. This level is clear now, thanks to you and what you've done in the barracks. I have an idea. Oh, it's just shit. me and my guards. I have an idea. And this is meta metagame. Oh, shit. Uh... <laughs> uh Check my inventory. Check my inventory. While you're checking your inventory, Crixus is going to say, it appears, though, in our struggles, we neglected to stop the blue dragon from 
exiting and heading for ten towns. What? Oh, his construct, his weapon, the charlotte dragon he was that? building. Oh. Um. Well, it is programmed. It has a pre-programmed flight. It is purely mechanical and magical. It's much like this little guy right here. Um, Can't hey, honestly. I'm just cutting right to the chase. How many people are downstairs yeah. with him? Oh, people downstairs with him. Oh, there are several. Um, so, Doc, Tom, during, the, during the short <laughs> during the short rest, Doc was just doing the math on the fact that there were nine guards that we took out. And that was one shift out of three, so there's got to be at least 18 more would be Doc's just quick math on that. We don't know if they're all together, if, all the, if some of them are working, if, oh, if they're literally Lord. those are only the guards. So, I would estimate between 30 and 50. Fuck. That does not bode well for my idea. Sorry, it's such a broad range, but that's me trying to add the numbers I was mm -hmm. reading about this morning. I keep reading this chapter over and over again every every week. <laughs> but it's between 30 and 50 in various places. Uh, this this level that you're on, the command level, is the medium level. I mean, the, the forge level below you is twice the size of this level. Which makes sense if it's a dwarven, if it's an active dwarven refinery type, whatever. Yeah. Doc is waiting for Aranon or Crixus to do anything important. Otherwise, he he's probably going to take over this particular would, conversation. Would you be willing to help us? Help you how? If we put something in his drink. Or if you could summon him up to this level where we could give him a drink, would you give it to him for us? What What is it going to do to him? It is going to... What Tom's been trying to do to somebody all along. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't need him to shit his pants which essentially what i was going to do side note is i was if there wasn't going to be 30 people downstairs i was going to have her bring a tray of drinks downstairs to everybody by the forge and have everybody drink the shit drink and then have him drink the one and i'm trying to find which one the other drink is is it just knocks him out oh the old granny made some lemonade trick uh oh yeah the dragon's blood alcohol makes subject pass out um so i guess what i would do is the dragon's blood alcohol into his drink so we could essentially kidnap him are you bringing this up right now um actually you know what yes so i'm gonna say what i would like to do is give him a drink that makes him pass out so we can take him somewhere and interrogate him. She kind of barks a laugh at this moment. <laughs> uh, how long have you been with your companion here? You do understand our, us dwarves. We are not very um, susceptible to, to the common drinks of you surface folk. <laughs> 
<clears throat> she takes a swig of her. All right, so Doc's gonna look at Crixus. mushroom brew. Doc will look at Crixus and kind of give him like a meaningful stare, and then do the same to Aranon. Turn back to Grandalfa and um, start speaking in dwarf. And to Crixus and Aranon, it almost sounds like he's threatening, but in dwarvish, it's actually just like a negotiation style voice, like a, a, a tone. So, um, and I'll do more of the gist of what I'm trying to say because, uh, you know, it's a lot easier to uh, convey that. So, basically saying, just understand that we know that you don't really want to be here and we don't really want you or them here. And our goals may align for now, but that's all. Kind of a, we're not allies, but we're not enemies temporarily. Um, we want to take out Zardok and the rest of his clan is yours to take to join your forces to whatever you want to do with if that happens you can go back to the underdark and do whatever you please um the sun has not been outside here um, but we expect that it will not be long before the blazing sun will be back in the sky and and i know that you don't like that um so what i would like to propose is we give you an hour and you send out your allies and clear every clear all your allies out so we don't end up hurting someone who is some on your side. If they can clear anybody else out at the same time, just so that it's easier for us to find and, and uh, take him out, take Zardok out. Um, and what we would like is for then, when the hour is up, you stay here. We'll go do what we came to do come back and let you know and then you leave and we'll leave and when you leave you take what you want because we'll probably be coming back to either destroy or take over this fortress with the armies of 10 towns and that's kind of what doc wants to <clears throat> to convey as you know as best as he can in a negotiation like it's the best it's it's not ideal but it's the best for both of us kind of a way um, make a persuasion check at advantage. Thank you for advantage. That was not good. Uh, persuasion, 14. 14. She ponders it for a moment. Um, grabs her drink. Takes a swig of it and does that swishy around in the mouth so she can taste it some. Um, swallows it. How about this? I give you these. And she reaches into a pack and pulls out three medallions. Um, it's similar to a medallion that you see attached to her shoulder. Um... She says, these represent my house. You be here as official guests of mine. This should get you anywhere within the fortress without much question. Um, I will not remove my allies, because there are many. <laughs> and removing them would be too obvious of a thing. Uh, but when the moment is right... 
feel free to make your attack, you will have allies. Just give me about 20 minutes before you continue to explore. Fair? Jailbreak trope. Love it. Without consulting his uh, companions, Doc will agree to that. I assume okay. she was still talking in Dwarven? Or, or yep. Dwarvish? Still, okay. still talking in Dwarvish, she hands the three medallions to you. Okay. I'll, and then uh, goes about eating. <laughs> um, Actually, before she goes about eating, she calls one of her cooks over. Cooks over. And with, uh, says something in Dwarvish to them. Um, make a perception check, Doc. I don't know if you'll actually be able to. Actually, no. You would you'd be able to read it. Never mind. You'd be able to read it because she doesn't cover her mouth. Uh, but she whispers to him, um, alert the others. Uh, the moment is coming. Be um, prepared. Doc would ask if if you can locate where he is currently. That would definitely speed up our operation. Uh, she grabs him as he starts walking away. She goes, I know where he is. <laughs> and then lets the guard go and the guard leaves the room. Actually, I have to go in and unbar it because I have the rod. So I'm going to go. Yeah. He, he goes over to the door and he's like, fuck is this? <laughs> I'll, I'll go over and I'll just kind of look at Doc and say, is this good? Yeah, Doc will nod. All right. So I'll take it down. And put, <laughs> I'll put it back in my bag of holding. When you go to grab it and click it and move it, he, he looks up at you. And he goes, oh, you got a weighty pair on you, don't you, lad? <laughs> <laughs> Locking yourself in a room with us. <laughs> and he goes through the door laughing. And his, his laughter fades as you close the door. <laughs> the impression is worth more than the... Uh actual competence in any situation with dwarves. So, so Crixus so is going Crixus is going to say to Doc um, Doc is that, you're going to have to ask her is that dragon a threat to ten towns and is there any way we can call it back? Yeah, so um, so Doc will excuse himself and grab Crixus and just go huddle in the corner with the other two and kind of explain what he said and what the plan is. Um, is the assumption we need an hour? Is uh, Aranon and needing a short rest to use some hit dice? Oh, I need an hour. I need some band-aids. I need a beer. I need, <laughs> I need crutches. I think we can do everything but band-aids. Crixus needs some spell slots, a, a, a nice maiden. Like... Not- not sure we can get to the spell slots back, but hey, there's a couple that, of maidens of floor down. I was gonna say that they the Elithid Queen person in the room there might not be ones you want, though. Just or saying. not the Elithid uh, Dark Dwarf lady, mm-hmm. like warming the, the, the cantaloupe. Is that what we're talking about? <sighs> um. So yeah, so Doc will explain <laughs> what she said to what she offered, and uh, um. Tell Aranon to start resting if he wants to, um, and Doc will also uh, would also take a short rest only to get back his action surge. And during that time, attempt to make 
conversation with Grandalpha and ask the questions and include Crixus in then back in common, um, asking the questions that uh, about the dragon and about what the, the his plan was and whether or not we're going to go back to t- a ten towns that is definitely different and potentially destroyed. So whatever information she might have, if she has any. Uh, the, his weapon is act- definitely dangerous. His, um, it may be, if it's gone, it left earlier. It may be too late for you to do anything about it if you did not chase it immediately. What you may come back to may not be the most pleasant. The only good you can do now is stop him. This is his plan, is to take over the surface, and it starts by weakening the armies. Then releasing... The creatures he has found. He has a whole menagerie of underdark denizens in cages that he plans on releasing into ten towns to wreak havoc and damage, and then he will proceed to clean up the pieces. Your best bet now is to just keep those creatures from being released. The dragon will do its damage and come back. It's, like I said, it is magical, mechanical. It's programmed to do what it's going to do, and then it's going to come back. Is that something that, if we do take care of Zardok, that leaving the dragon intact would potentially result in a future threat to Ten Towns if someone else were to get their hands on it? If it's pre-programmed? If we eliminate Zardok, I will destroy the dragon. I want nothing to do with his plans. This fortress is plenty. It will be an outpost to my kingdom in the underground. It's why he wants me, is because I control most of the ale trade in the underground. He wants me to control it above ground as well. I have no interest in being above ground. Hmm. Doc will continue to enjoy his stew. We need to get this plan <laughs> moving, man. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna go and uh, prop myself up in a corner with a chair, and just kind of sit in it, lean back. You know how you kind of tip yourself back so your legs are up. Yep. I'm up. Yep. Pull my cloak up over my head and just kind of cross my arms and. Short rest. Short rest. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. All y'all take short rest. I took mine already. I'm good. Okay. Not as good as I had hoped, but good. I got 20. Got all your hit. Okay. I'm out of hit dice now, though. It's good to know. It's the best we can do with what we got hopefully we meet limited resistance with some allies and get this over with quickly and get out so all right end of the short rest i guess we're watching for the sign that we should be good to go yep and it comes up um hey quick quick side note genius did you tell us all of the plans 
because it was told in Dorvish? I'm assuming you would have over um, the course of an hour. Yeah, yeah probably not everything that I said because she kind of counteroffered with a little bit different. So, but everything she said. Just the basic idea her, of what we're doing and the the medallions, the allies, the enemies, and hopefully she'll find out where he is. Okay. Um. The the guard comes back and um comes over and whispers to her. Um, she said she looks up at you and says, um, "Things are ready um, for you to proceed. Uh, you should be able to get around here with minimal effort. Um, we are taking care of your mess in the barracks up here." Uh, and he is in oh, where is it I gotta find it he is in the temple currently praying look at the map and figure out where the temple is oh there it is okay cool <laughs> Can yeah? Can she give us a, a general idea of like where? Like up or down? Up or down? It's, north it's, or it's south? It's on the lower level. It's on the lower level. Um, there's nothing for you on the upper level. That's just the, essentially the, launch bay for, the dragon. The upper level is a couple of gear rooms, a couple of guards, and the massive doors, the huge elevator shaft that raised the dragon construct up to. There's no need to go up there. Um, worst case scenario, I have half the Durgar up there are my allies. So. so you're saying there's a huge shaft? Yes. <laughs> okay. Did I'm you gonna... not see it across the hall? <laughs> I'm going to ask one last <laughs> question. Um, do you have a map for us of the downstairs? I do not. I feel like Tom asked that question to all the ladies. I'm a guest here. I I know where my quarters are. I know where um It's it's fairly open. When you head down, you're going to head down either one either one of the elevator shafts. Um Let's see. That's the thing if you look at it. Um, X12 and X6, those little square boxes are where the elevator shafts are. That leads to on the lower level X22 and X30. Wait, X22, the, the uh, X6 Marvel X-Man leads to X... X22? Is that the no. right one? No. Because we could really <laughs> use know. her. That would be pretty bad. <laughs> Um, no, X6 leads to X22, and X12 leads to X30 downstairs. Um, she said, she actually mentions to you, if you go to the training room, which is X12, so if you go to the training room and take that elevator down, you'll be right near the temple. Good deal. 
Ready to roll. Um, since we probably finished off what was in Doc's flask, just after hearing uh, Aranon's suggestion, um, Doc has a bottle of dragon's blood also. So he's going to pour half of the bottle into his flask and make sure that both Aranon and Crixus know that that's what he's doing so that they don't accidentally take some. Um, who knows if we need it? If it works, it works. If it doesn't, hopefully at least we still get out. So, um, One last question, Grandalfa. If, if, uh, if things go poorly, do you know if there's any good place for us to hide out and uh, maybe attempt it again in the morning? Is there any, any safe space or good place to I hide? Mean, you can run into the Underdark. There's a tunnel to the Underdark down there. That's the only way out. Otherwise, the way out is the door you came in. Or the door on the upper level. As far as hiding places, there isn't much place to hide down here, my friend. It's a fortress. Good to know. There are guard towers inside the forge. Um, there is barracks. Mountainside. There is... Oof. Yeah, beyond the forge, there's the throne room. There's the... Um, see find the names for all this stuff temple um, there is oh, where is 16 and 17 there are mines um, yeah it's if you went down x22 you'd come out behind the throne room or went down X6. If you went down by the guard post through... What is X6, guys? Um, I'm talking with her voice like she's like she knows where the, all these things on the map are. Um, all the doors are labeled. If, if you went down the guard... The elevator in the guard post room, which is X6, you can come up in X22, which is right behind the throne room. Ability, but he, I've been told he's in the temple, which is right behind where the elevator from the training room goes down. All right. Well, we should probably catch him while he's still there so we know where he is. Yep. All right. Uh, everybody here's medallions if you want to pin him on. I will pin mine Atta on. Attach him to yourself somehow. <laughs> take the medallion i'll also i have a potion of healing i'm going to give that to ernan thank you sir that's helpful hey ernan uh hey um, mr dm while you are um sitting there the end here um, can you roll D100s for me? Ooh. Percentile dice. Uh, 
is a there's no D100. Two, it two, looks like two, two D10s. D10s. Yeah. Oh, ain't that some shit? If you're using the thing, yeah, and it's gonna give you a. How many am I rolling? Just, just, just one set. Let's make a roll. I need a number between one and a hundred from you. That'll give us it. Fifty-seven. Fifty-seven. It rolled off of ninety. That made me sad. I don't know if that's good or bad. Yeah, who knows? I, I, in this case, I always find. That rolling. Oh my god, 90, 90 would have been great. Um, but for <laughs> the time being, until I tell you otherwise, um, <laughs> this is actually kind of funny. Um, you feel that you are the smartest, wisest, strongest, fastest, and most beautiful person you know. You become super arrogant. Like your arrogance becomes over the top arrogant. Bordering on destabilized arrogance. So I'm Ric Flair. This is a this is an indefinite madness condition you have. Woo. Uh oh. It's a, I'm sorry, I was too busy caught up in myself. What was that last thing you said? It's a this is an in this is an indefinite madness condition you have. Probably from something you touched or breathed in or ate <clears throat> or the, the thing is, the thing is, ninety, ninety would have been. I can't take anything seriously. The more serious the situation, the funnier I find it, which would have been amazing. <laughs> right now, we just get a more uh, arrogant version of Aaron's arrogance. <laughs> Breathe in my presence, people. Yeah. So, good thing Doc had his moment of leadership there, because it's not going to happen now. Yep. All right, gentlemen. So what would you like to do? Is that a sneeze? Gone. Damn it. I hate that. Yeah. That was such a... Yeah. All right. Uh, ooh, uh, I'm going to... Oh, I'm going to uh, stand up, stretch... Flick back my hood and go furt. And my cloak starts waving just grandly and elegantly as I walk towards the door. <laughs> oh, that's right. You still have that. I do. Yeah. Um, I love that furt is your word <laughs> for um, so after uh, after tasting the mushroom wine, Doc's not excited about that jug that they found, so he's probably just going to leave that on the table when they leave, but he's going to keep the drinking horn from okay. the one chest. All right. So you guys make your way out. Uh, where are you headed? You headed to the... It sounds like the, the training room is the better, quicker option. That'll get you closer. That will get you closer to him. That's the plan. Because the the um, the temple is X twenty nine. Just so you're aware. All right. So, um, you guys walk across the hallway. Um, actually, and Doc, you kind of look directly when she mentioned that shaft, and you asked. So you got a big shaft, and you kind of go and look down that, and it leads down below, and you hear working and stuff, and. Up above, you can see light and like snow kind of blowing in. 
um, kind of conflicting. I think there's cold air rushing down from the top, but warm air coming up from the bottom. There's kind of all kinds of swirly uh, heat and cold in this in this large, um, mm-hmm. what is this, 30 feet by 20 foot chain, uh, shaft that runs the full length of the um, fortress. Uh, you guys turn to the left and head down to X12. Uh, the door is unlocked when you open this room. Uh, there are brazers of hot glowing coals in all the corners. This is... Um, it's working to offset the cold air that's flowing in through a row of arrow slits. All those on the far wall are arrow slits. Um, scattered around the room are several training dummies made of wood and sackcloth. Uh, there's four freestanding plates of armor. Um, and the, there's a floor-to-ceiling iron cage in the middle of the room. That's This is the elevator shaft. Aaron um, is going to walk over to the training dummies and just shove one as hard as he can. Uh, roll initiative. As the suit stumbles back and pulls itself right, and all four of them ready themselves into a combat stance. Just before Doc was going to say, Aranon, don't touch anything, don't smell anything, don't lick anything. Just, we need Uh, to, (laughs) we don't have resources. 23. Uh, Let's see, Aranon's 23. Six. You're welcome. Doc is a six. I still have four uh, hit dice left. Seven. Seven. Fixus uh, is a seven. Let's see, what do they have? Uh, I just gotta roll this. I wanna roll this to myself. We gotta teach Aaron on a lesson here somewhere. Oh wait, no, that's the, right. He's the, afflicted by some kind of a madness. That's, yeah, there's no sense. Got, there's no sense here. Um, what is there? I'm the toughest guy in the room, dummy. Mm-hmm. 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 It's like that's a that's all right a training dummy. So you shove it, and it stumbles back, catches itself, and rates itself for combat. What would you like to do, Aaron? I am going to. Is the elevator open or closed? Like, it's on our floor? No, it's not on your floor. It's closed currently. It's not on your floor. Mm. I am going to... I'm going to laugh. Uh, <laughs> like you have a chance. And then I'm going to... Does it have head? Is it like a full like body? Mm-hmm. I'm going to... Looks a bit like this. Okay. I'm going to... <laughs> okay. Grab it around the body like a bear hug and suplex okay. it. <laughs> okay, give me a... Give me a... Oh, let's see. Would that be an unarmed order strike? To do that, you, you need to make an unarmed attack to grapple it. This is this is two different actions you're doing. Okay. So the first thing you got to do is you got to grapple it, and then on your next turn you'll be able to move it, which will be that attack. So unarmed strike. It's not the most efficient way to fight something. I'm just saying, <laughs> but yes. Twenty-two. An unarmed strike. Yep, you are able to grab it around the waist. Um. So, what... so you you have a hold of it now. On well, yeah, I could say for your because you were right next to it for your movement and bonus action, I'll allow you to suplex it. So give me 1d6, and we'll treat it as 10 feet of falling damage. Make sense? Because you kind of lift it up over your shoulder and bang. 
One. One. <laughs> All right. Uh, Crixus. Erdogan grabs, he shoves the suit armor. All the suits armor take this posture to like fight. And he grabs one and just flips it over and drops it on its head. Leaving both himself wanna... and it prone. Yeah. All right. Can I use the rest of my, my movement to stand up? No, you used your movement to do the suplex. Oh, that's right. Okay. Your movement bonus action. <laughs> All right. Can Crixus tell if these things will fight if we do not engage them? Um, make an arcana check. <laughs> 15? Uh, you've seen stuff similar to this before. You think they will fight until defeated, and then they will set back up. Awesome. They are tra- right. they're they're magical training dummies. That once they are contacted, they activate and then they stay active until you defeat them. All right, I'll sacred flame the one nearest to Doc. Okay, uh, I changed my mind, Aaron. You can't stand up. He's still prone. Okay, we'll say you use half your movement to stand up, half your movement for the suplex. Um, sacred flame the one next to Doc. Okay. So we'll say this one's next to Doc. This is Aaron's. Um, all right. Oh, eight. Oh, no, that was um, your damage. I, I, yeah, sorry. I have to. It's got a dex check or is it an attack roll? It is a dex saving throw. Dex saving throw. Um, his we modifier is zero on his dex, so... Okay, so we'll see this as it pops up. Um, So 11. So he fails. All right, so eight. Eight eight points of damage to the one next to Doc. Okay, Doc. Mm. Bolt bolt of flame. Uh, Your friend decided to pick a fight with a suit of armor and suplexed it. And Crixus, without explanation, just Decides to unleash a sacred flame on one of these. Do you say anything, Crixus? <laughs> when uh, you realize I, that these yeah, are training I mean, armor? Yeah, because of because I know from my arcana that uh, these things will attack us. I kind of say, once engaged, we need to defend ourselves, boys. Okay. So you got that information, Doc. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Uh, yeah, I think Doc's pretty much resigned himself to whatever Aranon does. We all have to clean up the mess. So, um, <laughs> since the one it's is kind of become that, <laughs> since the one is prone, um, Doc would probably can Doc get to it without uh, opportunity attacks on him? Uh, no, he'll get an AO one from the one that he was closer to. All right, I guess it's probably worth it. I'll I will go past that one to the one on the ground knowing that it's going to be easier to hit okay let me make that AO um, this is just a straight roll plus his what is his uh, it's plus 4 so 13 uh, 13 misses okay so he misses All as right. you walk away from him so going for the one on the ground prone attacking at advantage So close. Uh, twenty-four to hit, twelve damage. Yep. Ooh, nice. And attack. 
Oh, it was on the 20 for a second there. Uh, 20, dirty 20 to hit and yep. seven damage. Um, right. Can I tell how it's looking? Like it, It's uh, on, a, on a... Yeah, he doesn't look very well. All right. I'm going to... Um, since I know there's four of them and only three of us, I'm going to use my action surge. So glad we had that short rest. While he's on the ground, it might be the only chance I get. Yes. 19, which is a crit. Nice. So uh, the uh, let's see, that's a 12 and a 5 is 17 plus 3 is 20 damage on that hit. That one, you you just you pummel it several times repeatedly into pieces and then like you notice the arm kind of falls off and head kind of rolls off to the side and the legs kind of shift off to the side and stop moving. And then at a point, like the magical light in it kind of fades. Nice. And then it re-engages, pulls it all together, and stands up completely stock still. Okay. In front of you. I will say, don't touch this one, and I'll go uh, after the one that was by me originally with my last okay, you attack. Your, yep, you move your movement back to the one that was by yeah. you originally. And uh, 18 to hit. They're about 15 feet apart. Just hits. For 12 damage. For 12 damage. That one doesn't look very well either. Okay. Good. That that was a good turn. I like it. I'll be done. All right. He had, um, he had four times, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. He had four hits and strong, and one of them was a crit. Like, advantage on the pro that was, ones. That was That's a good huge. turn. <laughs> um. Uh, the other one that is closer to Aaron walks up to him and swings at him. Um, keep in mind these are plus four because I'm using digital dice and I don't have their modifier in this. Uh, so 12 to hit you, Aaron? Nope, negatory. Nope, 12, 12 does not hit you. Um, and then... Uh, oh, it's second attack. He has two melee attacks. Uh, so there is. Of course he does. So again, this is plus four to whatever this roll is. Good title, Koosh. 16? Six, oh, that is, that is my armor. All right, so it's 1d6 plus 2 bludgeoning damage. So 1d6 plus 2 bludgeoning. So 5 bludgeoning damage. I'm going to... I'm going to... Uh, As he slams his fist overhead. Uncanny you. dodge. Uncanny dodge. Okay. So that'd be so two. you take uh, 2. Correct. Uh, he, that's the one that's now Aaron on. Okay, I can't remember that. And then... Uh, Crixus, the other one is going to move over to you, seeing that you have Sacred Flamed his, um, buddy. Um, and he is going to do two slam attacks, plus four to each of these. This first one is a nine, or no, thirteen, sorry. Does that hit? Thirteen, yep. And second attack, a twelve, does not hit. So he swings I'm at you wildly to twice, trying to slam you. I'm able to block both of those with my shield. Excellent. Yeah, just can literally kept the mirror. <laughs> uh, and we're back to Aaron. The one in front of you that you suplexed, uh, Doc properly dispatched it, stood back up. He said, "Do not touch it." Yep. <laughs> um, there's one Doc is currently engaged with that does not look like it's doing so hot. Um, there's one that just came up and slugged you. And then one that Crixus is currently fighting, but somewhat successfully blocking its advances. Actually, very successfully blocking its advances. I'm going to laugh really loud and say, 
these dummies must be set on easy. And uh, I'm going to take inspiration, Tom. If you don't have it, I, I already Show title do. for that too. You need um, to start using your inspiration. I know, I do. I know, I do. <laughs> You're playing into this madness, and it's fantastic. I'm going to step into a like a palm strike into his chest. Okay. And. I'm or like I'm in the moment. I'm not even worried about pulling out my weapons. I'm just like I am. Mm-hmm. This is me. I'm, I palm strike him right in the chest. The one that was hitting you. Yeah. The uh, otherwise, because if I go after yeah, somebody okay. else, I'd have an ale, right? Yeah. Uh yes. But if you went after one of the other two, they're engaged with someone's sneak attack. It's up to you. I I would be so. I'm concerned about the one in front of me. I, it's I don't need their okay. help. Fair enough. Uh, rules true true plague into the madness rules interpretation question sneak attacks generally for a weapon attack and not unarmed strike if he said he's not pulling out his weapons this is one of those weird things because he's a monk and a rogue and it i would say it's a dm decision still feels like a melee attack yeah, it still yeah. feels like a melee attack to me. I this mean, is... if it's, it says melee attack. Oh, but it says melee attack with a light or finesse weapon, correct? Correct. So are your hands a finesse weapon? <laughs> I, let me, let me we'll look that up, but is... I would give it to him for this fight. This is a rules as, rules of, rule of cool versus rules as written type, uh, you know. I, I feel like a rogue monk, I'll, if I'll he snuck up on, on someone him. or if he was engaged, the, like the... I want to say yeah, because like he would be. freaking know all the, like the pinch points in the in the shit where mm-hmm. to hit you on the back of the head to knock you out instantly type thing. It feels right, so yeah. we'll, we'll, we're going to go with it for right now. Now we can have Do this discussion offline too. We can, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm really, I'm really. He gets sneak attack right yeah. now with his hands. If I think this to. is a thing every party that has a monk rogue has to have the conversation because yeah, it makes sense because my hands are it my does. weapons now. It's been had many times, and we can talk more offline about it. All right. And yeah. Tom, it, Tom has sneak-fingered me before, so it completely makes sense. It's true. It's true. <laughs> 23 to hit. So anyways. <laughs> yes, 23 hits. <laughs> uh, eight damage. It is... Alright. And then I will use my other Fill hand, so I'm going huh, and then pulling back with the other fist, or with the other palm. So I'm doing like Does a, that work? Huh, so huh. Does he get two attacks as a level I, I, one monk? I think... Yeah. I think so, yeah. I think you get... Yes. Yeah, he do you, oh, yeah. you don't have flurry of blows it's until, only you have, one. until you have uh, monk points, right? Key points, yeah. Key points. Yeah. That, I think that's level two. But he does two. have the, yeah. the um, offhand attack. Yep. Which would be end up being one point of damage is what it will end up being. It's a correct? it's a d four because he's a monk. His yeah. his fists are uh, weapons. So it's uh, so I have plus yeah. seven to my hit, and then I have one d four plus four for my offhand as well. Yeah, it's listed under bonus actions. I think mm-hmm. right. Yep. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Yeah. Monk. God. Monks. Monk. Yeah. Monk. <laughs> monk rogue. That's something. <laughs> that's monk rogue. That's something. Here's another show title. 
is it? It's just funny, man. Matt Mercer going rogues, man, and then in the second campaign it was monks, crit. man, and I got monk rogue, man. Crit hit. Oh, Love the crit. Crit. I crit with my offhand. Oh, I'm so happy. Uh. I I really am the strongest <laughs> and the best. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be a show title. I really am the strongest and the best. <laughs> Nine damage. <laughs> Nine damage. Is that doubling your die then? The one d four. Yep. Yeah. One d four plus four. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So nine damage to that one. Oh my god, that's fantastic. He's not looking so hot either. Hernan's gonna be. Hernan um, was impossible to live with before. What were the other two shows? <laughs> yeah, no shit, right? Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember. Uh, crit with my offhand. These dummies must have been set on easy. I oh, think okay. was one of them. Yeah, these dummies must have been set on easy. Um, are you done with your turn then? You're not moving. Staying where you're at. Uh huh. All right, Crixus. Uh oh, yes, Crixus. Crixus's turn. You are engaged with one. Um, that came to you to fight you. You blocked it twice. Aranon's engaged with one that's pretty uh pretty damaged, and so is the one Doc's fighting. And one yeah. has put itself back together and stood up. I'm just gonna try to attack the one in front of me with my hand axe. All right. Swing away. 17. Just misses. He, he actually does this funky thing where he kind of like, you go to swing at his neck and the helmet just kind of lifts up and all you, you slice through just like this arcane energy and the helmet comes back down, landing on top of its head. Crixus. Hmm. <laughs> and, and then there's a, there's a, there's a, like a robotic ha, ha, ha. <laughs> like it's taunting you. <laughs> That's great. Crixus swears in his native tongue. And then uh, uh, internally, he's very impressed and really wishes he could detach his head to avoid attacks from time to time. But um, turn over. All right. Uh, this moves us on to Doc. All right. Uh, just going to keep wailing on this guy. Oh, again, it was on the 20 and rolled back. Uh, dirty 20, then. Um, All right, at least the damage rolled well. 14. Uh, how does this one die, Doc? Wow. Uh, Keep in mind it'll come back together yeah, at the end of the up. Okay, so it's knowing that it's going to come back together, Doc will, uh, again, he, he's enjoying using the flat side of the axe. So on the swing that he feels really good about connecting, he's going to go right for that like hip joint between the leg pieces and the, and the chest pieces and try to just make the metal just scatter like a, like a big like yard sale explosion. <laughs> and it kind of does. It goes ching and the legs kind of go sailing away one direction, the torso, the other direction hits the wall and the arms kind of fall off and the whole thing just kind of goes ching and it stands back up. <laughs> it's like, well, that's fun. I want almost like these... when you take two magnets like from really far away from each other, and you get that moment where they just kind of go whack and snap back together. It's a lot like that. Then it stands up. Yeah, Doc will yell it. I I need one of these for at home, and he'll turn around. Uh, which one's <laughs> Which one's closer, the Crixus one or the uh, Aranon one? Aranon one, because you went at you were closer to Aranon. All right, I will... You guys are fighting the same one in the beginning. Okay, I will go up behind the one that Aranon is fighting and make my second attack. And 22 to hit. Yep. Man, the damage dice are doing well. 12 damage. 
Oh, fantastic. This thing is barely hanging on at this point. All right. Uh, that's all Doc has. All right. That armor will actually turn around looking at you. Uh, after it got hit in the back of the after head. After Doc's hit, after the thing explodes, I'm going to scream, well yeah. done, Doc. Almost as good as my f- punches of fury. <laughs> Turns around, um, swings over the top of your head. That's a one, isn't it? Wait, yeah. Did freeze. Yep. Oh, it didn't pop up on my screen. Yep. One. Yeah, there it is. Okay, cool. Yep, so that's a nat one. So it swings over the top of your head with its first fist, and then it brings it. Not frustrated, but realizes it recalibrates and realizes you're lower, and then uh, swings for 18. Uh, 18 will hit. All right, so then that is 1d6 plus 2 bludgeoning damage. Ooh, 8. Get right. a crit on the damage dice. So it recalibrates, realizes where your head is, and wham, right upside the head. Um, Crixus, the other set of armor is engaged with you. He's going to slam his fists on you. Uh, 13. Not good and enough. Then, not good enough, and then a uh, what is that one? A fifteenth. Also not good enough. I'm effortlessly parrying these attacks, but annoyed. <laughs> All right. Um. Then we're back to the top, Aaron. You got the one in front of you that looks like it's hanging on by a. Th- I am going to. In fact, the... there's like this arcane arc that's like running from its shoulder socket down to its arm, which is hanging about at its knee. Um, <laughs> and the and the one and the one knee is kind of the opposite knee is kind of cocked in, like at an at a bit of an angle. He, he doesn't look very healthy at all. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do ding. my fist. I'm going to do my fist of fury again. I'm just going to reach my right arm back as boom, far boom. as I can and just. I'm going to fist him. Punch away. Does not mean what he thinks it means. 25. <laughs> that hits. I am I am all in on these fists of fury, man. Eight, uh, I'm with melee, so Ma- if you're, max if you're allowing sneak attack, I mean, he probably doesn't need it, but... Um, yeah, you do have sneak attack on this. Because oh. Doc is within melee on this one. Eight unarmed strike damage. Mm-hmm. All right. And then yep. another. How does that one die, Doc? Uh, Twelve. How, how, how does that one die? Because <laughs> your first punch kills that one. I as I punch. Keep in mind, it turned its back to you. <laughs> oh, did it? Yeah, it turned its back to you to fight Doc. Well, <laughs> I I punched that. right through its back. And I grab whatever's in the middle of his chest, and I just rip it right out, and I hold it up as a trophy, and I throw so you, it on you, the ground. You punch in, and you you grab whatever, and you're not sure what it is, and you pull this. Um, I don't know. It looks like a like a bolt or a. It's probably about eight, twelve inches long, about an inch in diameter. And you just pull it out of the middle of them, and it's like this arcane. Um, glowing stick, and when you 
pull that through the suit of armor, the whole thing just collapses right there. And then I need a strength saving throw from you as you're holding this arcane rod from in the middle of it. Eleven. Eleven. Suddenly, just right out of your hand, it just yanks this rod right back into the middle of it. It comes together and stands itself right up in front of you. Almost like what you pulled out was like the magical core component of it. Hmm. I'm going to flex. I'm going to do the Hogan All-American. Uh, was that the All-American? Okay. <laughs> That's how it's done. Your second attack? That's how it's done, boys. <laughs> you have your movement and a second attack yet. Yep. So I'm gonna go engage with the one Doc is or Crixus. Crixus is engaged yeah. in. Yep. Okay. That'll be bonus action. I need help. I only get one attack every. Fifteen. Fifteen does not hit. Ooh. You're so proud of yourself coming off of the first one that you turn around and go to throw your fist at the second one and just completely miss. Your overconfidence has got you you overjudged where it was. Damn it, he moved. Yeah, and it, <laughs> he and didn't his... actually move. Anyone that actually watched, he didn't actually move, but Aaron is so confident he believes he moved. <laughs> it's not his fault. He was in the right spot. <laughs> And his weird supernatural head turns around and he laughs again. <laughs> um, let's see, that brings us. That was Aaron back to Crixus. All right, I'm still going to just whack away at the guy in front of me. Yep. There we go. Critical. This will do some damage. Yeah, nice. Uh, 10? 10? Excellent. And you doing anything else? Passing your turn? Um, Nope. Not that's it. All right. (laughs) All right, that moves us on to Doc. There is one of these suits of armor remaining standing that is currently in combat with Grixis and Aranon. All right, I uh, will join the join the fray and take a swing. All right. Every time, dirty twenty for seven points of damage. Nice. Yeah, We're wasting all of our good dice at this point. And that'll miss. That'll miss. All right. Um. Okay, so that was Doc. That suit of armor comes right back at you, Doc. A couple of slam attacks. Uh, 14 hit you? No. How about a... 18? Yes. Alright, we got the 1d6. Plus 2... Total of 6 bludgeoning damage as this thing slam attacks you. And back to the top, to Aranon. Um, I'm going to fist away. All right. 
11. 11 misses. Quit moving. <laughs> Bonus action. Ha, 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 ha. Mine must not have been set to oh, easy. Oh, this is not good either. <laughs> 13. <laughs> Mine must not have been set to easy. <laughs> what was it? 13. <laughs> 13 misses as well. <laughs> Crixus. I mean, whack away, right? Yep. So here we go. Oops. Let's try this first. Let's try to hit first. Uh, 22 to hit. There you go. And then I'll take the damage that I rolled. So five. All right. Uh, anything else? Doc's turn. Nope. Doc's turn. What you got, Doc? All right, after getting hit twice, Doc will use his bonus action to um, second win, getting a little hit points back. So that's 11. Okay. And then attack. Uh, nope. And that was a huge cock dice. And nope. Ah, this is the one set on hard. Good lord. Who put this one on hard mode? <laughs> Double miss. Uh, uh, uh. It's uh, almost like he's laughing uh, at it. Laughs again. Yeah. Two voice boxes. Yep. Um, so he's uh, swinging at Doc. Oh, yeah. This is the one that's on difficult. It's a 23 to hit. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, four. Um, four damage, bludgeoning damage in his second swing is a 21 to hit. Yep. Jesus. <laughs> four, seven bludgeoning damage. Aranon. Finish I him. Like, I feel like I inspire our enemies, just like the female Durgar. Like, the one I'm engaged <laughs> with is always badass. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like you emanate uh, like a like a strength smell. Anybody within your area, or your aura, it just takes on like this. I so will, tiefling pheromones. Yeah, right. <laughs> Let the hate flow through you. Yes, I can feel your anger. Um, you want this, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a unarmed strike. <laughs> I'm going with my, oh, damn it, stupid side of the screen bumped it off of the nat 20. Uh, 21, though. Not how that works. 21 hits. That's how it worked, though. Definitely sneak attack on this. It's the side of the screen. (laughs) Yep, there's sneak attack on this. So, 7 plus. Come on, sneak attack. 7 plus 12. 19. 7 plus 12, 19 total. Um, how does this one die? What do you, what do, you do with this one, Aaron? Uh, as I reach... He's in the middle of laughing. He's going, ha, ha, ha. As I, as I do it, I reach in again, and I pull out the core because I want to see what it really looks like up close now that I, I know what it is. Okay. And I tell him, uh, make a, up, make a strength saving throw. <laughs> make a strength saving throw. Nine. 
<laughs> Make an Arcana check. Rogue monks are good at Arcana checks. Plus one. Sure. Twelve. Twelve. Uh, looking at it. it it, it reminds you of your immovable rod. Um, it doesn't have a button on it, though, but it has this magical energy around. And just kind of the, the glow that you see in the suit of armor when it activates. Um, and just about the moment you're like going, oh, wow, this is kind of cool. It gets yanked out of your hand again and pulled back to the body, and the whole body snaps together. And the room is suddenly eerily quiet. I'm going to say, ah, glad I did that. That was a good warm-up. And I'm going to stretch out. And we go, ah, man, these are tougher than I thought. And hold up my fist and just you suddenly hear a, uh You suddenly hear a mechanical uh, uh, chain and gear system as the elevator starts moving. Ah, just as I had hoped. Coming up from the lower level. Um, I'm going to go stand in front of the door with my hands on my hips with my cape still flowing. So I'm the first thing they okay. see as they come up. Oh, it's a cage. So as they come, you'll see them come up. And it's a, it's a lone Duragar that comes up. And uh, he he comes up and the gate slides open. And he goes, ah, you're in here for some training then, huh? You're friends of, uh, of uh, what's her name? Gildolfa? Grandolfa. Grandolfa? You're friends of Grandolfa, I see. I'm just going to ignore that and say, I am Aranon. These are my companions. Aranon. It's nice to meet you, Aranon. And we Welcome are... Welcome to some Blight Fortress. <laughs> Why, thank you, sir. Is there something you're looking for downstairs, maybe? Yeah, we are headed downstairs. I'm just going to walk past him and hop in the cage. Uh, uh, take, take the single door, not the double doors. Double doors are going to... Priest's quarters, the single doors will actually lead you into the temple, and that would be more proper. Thank you, sir. I know where I'm going. Down we go. Cox an eyebrow at you when you say I know where I'm <laughs> <laughs> kind of smirks and laughs. And yes, sure you do. <laughs> Goes walking out of the room. <clears throat> You all pile into the elevator then? Yes. Yes, please. <laughs> you sound so dejected, genius. <laughs> you sound like I did last week. <laughs> well, I was at 66 at the beginning with an uh, action surge and a second wind, and now I have 52 hit points and nine. <laughs> You're welcome. Because Ernan wanted to touch a suit of armor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you looking at, dummy? That's <laughs> literally what happened. <laughs> what are you looking at, dummy? Then started combat. Uh, so you guys taking there's um there's a lever inside that you pull to take the elevator down. It drops and it, it noisily moves down this elevator shaft. It gets warmer as you move down into this next level. Um, when you come down to this level, there is a um there's a Durgar standing outside the uh, elevator as you open the slide the cage open. Um, he's got. He doesn't look like he's alive. He looks like he's more of a construct than anything. It is very much a Durgar head with beard, 
hanging out over this armor, but he's bald on top. He's got like this cowl, this mechanical cowl that kind of comes up and hovers about this high over his head. On one arm, he's got like this giant, like two-pronged claw that would, can open and close that he could grab stuff with. In the other hand, he's got the, he doesn't have hands. It's literally this giant mechanical claw and a big frickin' hammer. He looks like some sort of mining um, apparatus uh, built out of a Duragar's body. Kind of like it's a, almost like it's a, well, think Darth Vader. He's more machine now than man. <laughs> the Terminator. Um, he, yeah, he's, 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 and he takes one look at you and stands up straight. And you turn and look, there is a, there's a set of doors to, or a set door to the north. There's a large gear uh, in this room that you see the chain wrapped around that powers the um, elevator. There's a set of double doors to the east. The single door to the north is what would lead to the temple, you were told from the dwarf you saw above, and the double doors leads to the priest quarters. Where would you like to go? Um, well, we were told to use the single door. We're only going to get one, uh, assuming he's in there, we're only going to get one shot at surprise. So if uh, if everybody wants to ready something, um, be prepared for whatever we find on that side. Or is there any, anybody have any reason for anything other than combat if he's in there? Any thought on negotiation? Aaron on with his newfound confidence. This man must be stopped, and I will be the man half-elf to do it. Oh, we got to wreck this guy to stop that dragon. That's the number one and only thought. Okay. Marching order? Let's go. Hey. What do you I'm want? I'm first, apparently. <laughs> I'm going, man. He, he is the strongest, most beautiful, wisest. He's walking. <laughs> and, and the only so one on first. And the only one with a significant ranged weapon. If you guys want to um, try and grab him quick, I'll give you a dexterity or strength check to try and grab him. He can oppose it if he likes. I assume he would. I mean, I certainly want to go first. So okay, so you go to grab him. I would certainly try to stop his move. Okay. While saying, you must allow me to proceed first. And oppose strength check? Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Ten. Got an air nine. The one time my strength is good, 15. Oh, he kind of shrugs it off. Doc, are you going to try and stop him at all? <laughs> uh, no, no. He seems like he's got this in the... I'm in actually going to so. turn around, like, shocked that he would suggest such a thing. Crixus. But look at me. I am an imposing figure. Do you think he's going to not cower and, sub, you know, kneel down before us? He will not subjugate to you. That's the word this I'm is a Durgar leader. Hmm. When, Aaron on, see. Turns, when Aaron on, turns around to do that, Doc's going to run through the door. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> Doc, 
Doc, you run through the door. Uh, inside this room, you see a couple of different things. It's only that's, opening uh, That's fantastic. In the middle of this room, facing the double door, it's that circular thing on the map that you see, is a um, seven-foot-tall statue of a female Duragar. Uh, she's in a scale male robe. Um, from her eyes up, has been lopped off on the top of the statue, and there is a um, stone brazier up there that's giving off this flame. Uh, at the base of this statue, chained to the pedestal, is an emaciated, malformed creature with purplish gray flesh. Um, it's got a bulbous head. You recognize what this is, but it is, it is twisted beyond belief. This is a... Um, this is a mind flare, and all its face tentacles have been cut off and like scabbed over. You can actually see the the mouth of it, the 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 toothy maw that would actually open up that the boring uh, bone would come out to dig into someone's head. Um, it is like he is completely. Um, uh, let's see. There's one more thing that's going on with him, and I forget what it is. Uh, oh, and there is a there is a huge um, uh, in 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 like his forehead, rolling back up the side of his head. There is a massive cut that has been stitched back together, about six inches long on his on the top of his head. Um, he does not look like he's doing well. Uh, about fifth, 10 feet in from the statue, um, Zardok is there on his knees. He is a, um, he is a soot-stained, gray-bearded Duragar. There's a black, jagged crown on his head and a spiky black gauntlet on one hand. Um, the gauntlet and his crown seem to be made of a similar substance that that little dragon was from. Uh, that that Grandolfa had. What would you like to do? You said the uh, the mind flayer looks to be chained, like as in chained. Shackled. Like... He is okay. Shackled to it, and he's got this <laughs> the gouge on his head. His tentacles have all been removed. In fact, when you enter the room, he kind of lolls his head to the side and. Eyes, and you hear a voice in your head it says strike now strike quick alright so if he each of those squares is 10 feet yeah ten, so he would be probably just uh, uh, Zardok would be just within range of 25 feet from the door then ish sure yep okay yep. uh Doc's going to take that opportunity then while he's on his knees. All right. And go for it. So you're going to charge and attack? Yeah. So between, I guess, surprise and him being on his knees would be uh, advantage. Let let us, here, let's do this. Um, let's roll initiative. Okay. Actually, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do this. We will, this will be a surprise round. It will just be you. It'll be a surprise round. Make a charged attack. Okay. Right. 
Cool. We'll do it that way. I know surprise rounds don't exist in 5e, but in this moment, it seems appropriate, and it'll be easier to pick up next week if we do it this um, way. Natural 20, thanks to the advantage. <laughs> Holy crap. Add a kid. So that, or add a dwarf. Uh, 22 points of slashing damage. And second attack. Uh, um, uh, 22 to hit, I assume hits. And yep. seven damage. Bulwark Smasher! Uh, Alright, so you go charging in. Ah! Up underneath to get... Like, he's sitting there praying, and you come up underneath basically get his head up to and his eyes flash open as he gets clocked into the chin and you come down over the top and bang right on top of his head and we'll stop there <laughs> as you charge it and make these two attacks um that was actually a really good opening for, <laughs> for with the crit um yeah and <laughs> doc doesn't know what his backup is going to look like as ernan's been pontificating there in the other room <laughs> We'll have to find out. <laughs> we will start next session with start with initiative. Awesome. That's yeah. This was a fun session, and... man. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew being an arrogant jackass would be so much fun? Even uh, even more arrogant jackass, you mean? <laughs> Character flaws are always yeah. fun to play out. Yes. Whether it's oh, yeah. arrogant, whether it's dumb, whether it's whatever, it's oh for sure. Love to play those out. Yeah, all wrestlers will tell you it's more fun to be the heel, right? Oh, for sure. We'll just have to wait and see what happens after all the fun fighting is over. Once I am still Captain Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, no kidding, right? Go back and see Eliana. <laughs> with a newfound confidence and some little blue pills <laughs> on that note oh, yeah. thanks to everybody for popping in <laughs> thank you for joining us every Sunday morning 8.30am central time we are 2 Nerds 1 Quest um, we are clearly a D&D show in which JC is our D&D master and we thank you for it because this uh, this is dungeon master maybe D D master. Eh. We're working. Still gotta look up rules here and there. <laughs> but uh, I, I I think I speak for everybody from when I say that we we are loving the story, and uh, yeah, this is this is definitely going places. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We are we are moving now. This is chapter three of the book out of six, I think. So oh nice. We are in we are in the heart of the story now. So sweet. Um you can catch us every Sunday morning, eight thirty AM Central Time, like I said. Uh you can find us anywhere that there are social things kind of sort of, except for Facebook, because screw Facebook, I guess. Uh Twitter.com slash two nerds one quest. Uh if you want to give us some support, tell others about the show. Let uh, other people bask in the glory that is Aaron on the magnificent <laughs> Wow, this madness is carrying over to real life. <laughs> oh, Stacey's going to hate me after this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, what do you mean after this? Oh, Give me some sugar, man. Oh, <laughs> oh that hurts. Oh, she loved, 
She loves you. We know. Um, I totally lost where I was going with this. Um, wow, I th- threw him off with yeah, that. <laughs> He's rattled. Yeah. So, oh, support <laughs> us. Uh, tell all the people. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Uh, follow us here. Twitch.tv slash Tom M. Norm. T-O-M-M-N-O-R-M. Um, we do take Amazon Prime subscriptions now. So you can get some fun emotes. Kind of like what I'm going to throw in the chat here. Oh, where is it? Where am I? Oh, all right. I'll do that later because I can't find it. You can get like screen caps of our there faces doing funny shit and put them here's, in there. Here's one of me and John at a fire game. Oh, Jesus. And that is. Here's one of genius. And here, I'm sure this is great for the podcast listeners. Here is one. Oh, yeah, sure. Of Crixus with his Burger King crown. Um, Yeah, so. Nice. We, t- we take Amazon Prime subscriptions and also go to patreon.com slash two nerds one quest. Uh, we have some fun rewards. Uh, I'm not sure what JC has in the uh, queue for our. I got nothing right now. Like we're moving faster than I can come up with these, which is it's frustrating. So I need to reanalyze what I want to do with that, that specific channel. And if it's going to continue to be polls or i may change that what that's going to be i may yep. just start taking suggestions in that, yep. in that chat as of right now it's polls um that's behind the scenes we can talk about that offline about yep. how we want to proceed uh but that is one of the tiers the other tier is see these little uh banners next to our names i created those and i can create them for you oh yeah that's one of the tiers that's part of the tiers <clears throat> And I'm looking at adding coffee mugs. So I finally have that shop set up and I will be, I'm debating on how I want it to look, but there will be t- coffee mugs. Woo-woo. If you need any help, we can make it a mass debate. Also <laughs> something to be done offline. I think that's against Twitch's nah. terms of service. <sighs> so, well, off of Twitch, but... yeah. Online is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. Know, so you know what the internet's for for me for Genius Lazy Dragon <laughs> for Cooch and for the DMJC I am Norm we'll catch you next week hasta luego.